Yo, what is up, everybody? It is DJ TJ, and I am joined by the one and only... Alex Friedman. And this is episode six of the Ethos Music Podcast. Yeah, you know what is super cool about episode six? What? It's the very first ever episode six. Really? Yeah. That is insane. It's also the very first podcast made after the album We Hide to Make Love is officially been released on all of the platforms good call and that is what we will be kind of discussing today as well as how far we have come as a company from beginning to now and maybe a little bit of a look into just the near distant future um but first as you know if you tweet us at hashtag ethos music podcast on twitter because that's where you tweet from that is interesting. Something just popped up, and I was just like, "All right, then." <laughs> um, we have some Twitter questions uh, that I'm going to ask you. Um, he's being, as he would say, so disrespectful right now, <laughs> looking at his phone. But you know, it's fine. Um, I'll just hop right into it, and if he answers the question, then he answers the question. I'm ready. But the first question is hashtag Ethos Music Podcast. What is your favorite song off of your new album? Oh no. Um either Thoughts of You or Guardian Angel. Um Thoughts of You just because a lot went into the writing process and um it took a really long time to finish that song and it's about a lot more than just the surface that is um I don't know if we should get too much into it, but basically like that song is not about oh, a, a person per se. It's actually more about music, you know? Um, and so thoughts of you and why it's complicated. Um, you know, it's, it's actually, it's kind of about choosing music over someone else or something else. You know, it's, um, it's about how sometimes you need to put something on hold in order to follow your dreams. Um, and I think John Bellion actually said it the best where he said relationships, they nosedive while one's career is taking off. Um, and that quote really stuck with me. So I kind of wrote a song around that idea. Um, shout out to John Bellion. Yeah. Shout out to Johnny B. Make some new music, please. I'm waiting Yeah, for real <laughs> patiently. Mm-hmm. Is that all you got for the first question? Yeah, I think so. I mean, guardian angel also, um, seems to be other people's favorite I think um from some of the people I've talked to uh and that one I really like and that's the one that I showed in Jesse so Jesse 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 McCart um yeah so yeah I appreciated the the confidence boost on that one from it well, so. let's go good job Jesse we love you all right <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's go to question number two. Um, hashtag Ethos Music Podcast. What was the hardest song off the new album to complete? Mm. I think they're kind of asking, just like, what's the long? What took the longest? What was the most difficult? <sighs> the intro. Yeah. <laughs> the intro. Now the intro was totally improvised. I did that in one take. Fun fact for all of you. That piano, one take. The the little thing that I speak, one take. Um, 
Let's go. Yeah, I think the hardest was probably Together We'll Walk Home, just because it was a full redo, you know, <laughs> from it's the original song. It's the first song that's already created, uh, yeah. And so I needed to figure out a way to do it where it was acoustic, but it was tasteful, and it was a completely different vibe, but put off the same message. Um, and I think, I, I think we accomplished that. And... Um, adding Edie Schumacher on that track for vocals was a very last minute decision because I was, I was listening to it with my vocals and my harmonies, which were pretty much the same as in the original version. And I was like, I like, damn, I want something different, but I don't know what, and I got to get these, uh, these audio files posted so that they'll, I can order the CDs and so that I can, um, send them out to the mobile distributors in time to get it on pre-order. And so I was really flustered and I didn't know what to do. So I called Edie, um, and I was like, Hey, do you want to come listen to this track? I'm having some trouble with it. And she was over here and she was listening to the track. Um, and she's like, you know, I just, I think the harmonies might just be a little bit hard and, um, loud for, for this because you're singing it at your full volume, just like you did with, the other song, but the other song has a lot more than just guitar in it, so um, that's a little bit different. And I, and I was like looking at her weird, and she was, she goes, uh, "Why are you looking at me like that?" And I said, "Nah, you do it." <laughs> and so then she just recorded her vocals that day. Had to learn the harmonies and stuff, and it turned out really great. Um, it was just a a process getting there and figuring out how exactly I wanted to change it so that it was different and solid. We love you, Edie. Thanks for being the best. Yeah. <laughs> well, Thanks, that, fam. That is that sure is interesting. Um, and the last Twitter question was, "What are your plans before you move to LA?" Oh, that's a personal one. Oh, much appreciated. Thanks. Wow, someone cares. Yeah, somebody cares. Um, my plans before I move to LA. Are simple. Yeah. I'm a relax. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> no, nah, I, I don't know. I think, uh, I'm going to be working with big smirk quite a bit more on, uh, some of his stuff for his project. Um, and this podcast, and that is it. Obviously I'm going to release some covers like I've been talking about, but <laughs> as far as serious work goes, um, I mean, I'm still writing music, but uh, definitely not in high gear anymore like I was. I'm definitely able to take a little chill break, um, which I definitely need. And I'm going to uh, um, Costa Rica in about 10 days, 10 days or so. I think I leave on July 20th. When do you come back? Uh, I'm gone from the 20th to the 30th of July. Ah, interesting. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, I'm just kind of hanging out and uh, spending time with my family and my friends that are here um, before I head out. That's kind of it. Fun. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we can just hop right into the the nitty-gritty <sighs> good stuff. Shout out to Scooter's Coffee. Again, sponsor us, please, because I'm drinking your nice iced Americano on this 101 day in Colorado. You know, I got a smoothie today, and I normally don't get smoothies, and I'm very, very happy with how it turned out. So nice. thank you very you much. <laughs> I just kicked the microphone. 
Sorry, it's just because the World Cup's happening, you know. Oh. Do everything with your feet. No. Oh, no. <laughs> Anyways, uh, as we've talked about in the last few episodes, the album release party that you may or may not have been invited to. Let's talk about how it went. Okay. <laughs> it was a great party. I uh, I didn't know too much about how it was going to look or um, a lot of the decorations or anything. Like, I had a few things that I wanted, and uh, my mom and DJ TJ and Devin, my co-producer, and uh, my friend Edie, um, just a bunch of other people kind of put it together. I um, set up balloons. Yeah, and I wasn't even there yet, and I felt bad about it, but <laughs> I was doing other stuff. Um, <laughs> but... It was really cool because I walked into this room just full of Ethos Music Production decorations and the album cover on everything. Um, And I had a thousand hard copy CDs made, um, which will be available to purchase on Bandcamp soon. Um, Bandcamp. Yeah, and then, you know, just people started arriving and ended up being like 75, 80 people there, which was astounding I couldn't walk around the room yeah. I just wanted to get her I wanted to go to the bathroom yikes there was a there was a lot of people that flew in from out of town too which was remarkable and I love them but it was I mean it was a gleaming success as my friend Mike would say so that was very positive um, I think our little performance did well uh, I did six songs uh, three originals and three covers, I believe. Um, maybe wait, did I do six or seven? Whatever, it doesn't matter. We'll figure it out. Um, yeah, but I think the party went really well. Everybody had a good time. Um, and it was just decked out. It made me so happy. And then I got surprised with a with a little happy birthday because Monday was my birthday, and the party was Saturday. It was a cool cake. It was. That cake was fire. Oh, yeah, that was sick. I didn't even get to see it until I got there. I was going to look and when the cake was sitting in a box at my mom's house, and she goes, don't you fucking dare. <laughs> so. Whoa. Yeah. Mama freed me. Watch your mouth. So I didn't look at it. Um, <laughs> yeah, she had a lot of surprises for me, which was cool. Yeah, we were kind of talking behind your back, but <laughs> Everybody it's fine. was. Yeah, but uh, I had a really good time. What did you think about the performance? Oh, yes, so you had questions for me. I did. I had quite a few talk questions about it until for you. now. Yeah. I thought it went well. Yeah? I thought it went surprisingly well. <laughs> I think, like you said, um, the Lonely Alone Chelsea Cutler cover, I feel like going from her song to yours... I don't want to say boring or like mellow, but it just kind of seemed like it was just like, all right. Like it was still yeah. good, but I don't think it was nearly even close to the best one. Yeah. It was probably like honestly one of my least favorites out of everything that was played. But again, it's like it was – the thing keeps popping up and it's messing me up. <laughs> I get it. You want to connect to Xfinity. It's fine. No, but um, yeah. So – that was just kind of my take, at least on that song. I think everything else went well. Hold on, I have to burp. Uh, okay. It's done. It's done. Don't worry about <laughs> it. I did it. Uh, <laughs> um, but I like the other ones. Obviously, I like Thoughts of You. That's always been one of my favorites. For sure. Um, so it was kind of interesting because uh, 
Dom wasn't really feeling like he was ready to do his rap verse on that one live. So uh, I, when I had to make the decision of if I wanted to do it or not, I knew that I wanted to play the song. And I was like, either I can do both or I can just play the two verses and chorus and not that minute-long bridge. Uh, and ultimately, I decided to do that just because... I felt like it would be cool if everybody went home and then listened to it and uh, heard something new. Exactly. Like, just got this surprise. I'm about to sneeze. I can tell. I'm like, what are you doing over there? All right, we're good. <laughs> um, but <laughs> You're sneezing. I'm burping. We're, we're yeah. a mess. Interesting day. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I think Lonely Alone was interesting. Chelsea Cutler liked it on Twitter, which was nice of her. But Thanks, Chelsea. Follow him back. Please. Yeah, I think the uh, part of the problem is her track is so perfectly produced on that song. Yeah. And then, like, we just had kind of, like, this guitar and vocals, which was nice, but uh, I think it uh, the guitar also could have been louder. When I watched the video playback, I think if the guitar had been mic'd a little bit differently or a little bit better, um, then it would have been better because it almost sounded like it parts. I was just kind of singing it. Yeah. Um. And I had to censor it because there was, like, a lot of children there that was kind of surprising to me. But, like, a lot of people brought their children, which I knew was going to happen, but I didn't really think about that when I chose that song. Um, and so, like, the kids were, like, sitting right up front. They were um, funny. Like, were, like, right in front of the stage. It waving was, around and uh-huh. dancing. Like, what is happening? Right yeah. Now? And so they were sitting right there looking at me with their cute little eyes. And I was about to say... I've been fucking lonely. <laughs> just imagine all their cute little eyes just like, <gasps> yeah. what? And so I just went, I've been really I lonely. Saw that I just like laughed. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that was interesting. But uh, I had to censor that. But yeah, that one was probably my least favorite, unfortunately, because I really wanted to do that one well. I think I'll probably record a cover and it'll be better. But, um, I actually want to cover Scripts by Chelsea Cutler because that song is one of my favorites she's ever done, and I know how to play it on piano now. Thanks, Chelsea. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, Leave-In, I think, was awesome. I didn't get to hear the playback. Except, well, I heard it from like across the room while I was having a conversation, um, but I think that one was really good. Which one was that? That was the one with Edie. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't really remember that for some reason. <laughs> like I know she was up there and I know she was singing. So I don't know. Hmm. You zoned out a little bit. <laughs> Not even. I like. I watched the entire <laughs> thing. I just don't know why. I don't remember that right now. Maybe it's because my arm was waxed. Oh, I just forgot. Yeah. Well, so the set list was: I started with "Saying Goodbye" on guitar by myself. Yep. And I don't know. What did you think of that one? I haven't heard any of that. Please, "Saying Goodbye" has always been one of my favorites. Okay. That's so, pretty much the song I've been most involved in that's this true. entire time. <laughs> so, so saying goodbye, and then uh, I did thoughts of you on piano. Yep. Um, and then that's when Big Smirk, Mr. Dominic Jackson, came up and joined me. Um, and yeah, we did Lonely Alone, and then we did Leave In with Edie. She came up and did the background vocals and harmonies, and then uh, Dom and I did Guardian Angel. Yep. That was kind of that was pretty fire live. Yeah. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I Again, I haven't heard any of the playbacks, except for a 45-second clip of Lonely Alone, in uh. which I was like, uh, 
<laughs> like yeah. it was okay and I'm glad that she liked it cuz it made me feel better about it but um like it was good I just think it it could have been better mm-hmm. you know um yeah but I think like Devin was saying he really liked it except for or he said it was good but he thought I really hit the Jeremy Zucker verse in it, the third verse. He said that was pretty good. He said that was his favorite part. Like, I hit it hard, apparently. Yeah. Um, but I haven't heard that part. <laughs> like, I heard a chorus and then the very end of the song. And at the very end of the song, both myself and Dom um, messed up. So the guitar, like, just kind of stopped um, instead of the little riff. And then I ended weird. But, uh, it was fine. Sorry, I'm trying to fix this computer because this stupid pop-up keeps coming keep up. Things keep popping up. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was the performance piece. And everybody seemed to like it. And then afterwards, I gave a speech thanking everybody on my team, and I brought everybody up on stage, which was embarrassing for you guys, happy for me. Um, huge congratulations to DJ TJ, who is now the Woo! vice president Let's go. of Ethos Music Production. It's like last time we were talking about Mike Pence. Yep. <laughs> and Except here we are. <laughs> now I am Mike Pence. Oh. Yeah. Let's go. Uh-huh. Let's let's go. <laughs> what other questions did you have for <sighs> me? You had so many. I know. Um it was mostly just about that like the performance part and then uh um there was another Oh, what what is your favorite song on the album? Um they're saying goodbye or thoughts of you I think I'm leaning more towards thoughts of you maybe that's because I've heard saying goodbye more but mm-hmm. I, li- I mean I like pretty much the entire thing the intro and outro whatever those don't count <laughs> <laughs> but, but I honestly liked like every single song so that I think thoughts of you because that's like when you first played it for me like those couple weeks ago that was the one that stuck out instantly and that's why I was like we're releasing this on Bandcamp, buddy. <laughs> and I think it's probably Thoughts of You. I like that one. Cool. It's a good little tune. Muchas gracias. Yeah. So we move on to the next thing? Move which is on. pretty much what we're kind of talking about, which is just the album release in general. Mm-hmm. In terms of, like, it released. What's the overall reception so far from what you've heard? Good. I saw um, on Twitter a few people were writing about it and uh somebody on Bandcamp tweeted like loved the early release <laughs> <laughs> uh I gotta find it I'm going through the Twitter now the Twitterverse hashtag ethos music production search that sucker up bam Hashtag Ethos Music Production, early release of We Had to Make Love, a bunch of emoticons, is fire, 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 fire. Yeah, that was my dad. Thanks, Dad. Hey, thanks, Dad. Thanks, Jeremy. Mr. Friedman. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I think everybody, I actually listened to it with with some of my family um, on the 4th when it came out on Bandcamp, and that was interesting. But everybody seemed to like it. My grandma was wanting to play it on repeat, and I was like, 
I'm kind of done listening for the day, but you can. If she wants to play it on repeat streaming, sure. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Take away her CDs. (laughs) Did you ever, because I left the party early. Mm -hmm. um, Did you ever play it then? Or did you just go straight to karaoke? Uh, No, I think we went straight to karaoke. We didn't play the CD. Oh. Devin thought we should. I was kind of like wanting to just like have the party vibe going, you know, and not really. I mean, because it's a pretty deep album, I think. I didn't really want to do that. But uh, a lot of people I know, um, like, listened on their drives back to their places. Like, a couple of my friends came in from Wyoming, and they drove back and listened to it a couple times. And uh, my friend came down from Greeley, and he listened to it in the morning on his drive back. Um, One of my friends, I think, listened to it on his flight home. And some people just went home and listened to it. So, like, a lot of people have heard it already, and a lot of people, everybody who was at the party got a CD, a hard copy CD. Yeah. Um, For some context for those of you listening, if that wasn't clear already. Um, But, yeah, I think the people who have listened have given me really good feedback so far. Um, It was cool to see a lot of people posted the link on their Snapchat for the swipe up thing. Um, And that made me happy. Yeah. Well, that's why we talked about in terms of the last one. We were just kind of like, hopefully, hopefully <laughs> you can inspire one person. But there you go. Yeah, for Look sure. At that and now it's out in the world, so yeah. anyone can listen to it. It was also cool because I saw I was listening to it in uh, in Devin's truck. We were driving around the other day, and so you saw like the title of the song, my name, the album, and then the album cover on the right of it on the digital screen, which was super cool. Yeah. Um, and then. Uh, somebody was pointing out to me, like, still kind of blows their mind that I'm, like, right on there next to Drake's new uh, album on their phone. Yeah. I was like, that's fire. There's that pop-up again. again. What is going on? <laughs> it's all the same thing. I'm connected to Xfinity. I see the Wi-Fi is on. There's no reason to connect anymore. Get out connected. my ear, computer. Jesus. Guarantee everybody just heard my ice jingle and you just go. Yeah, my freaking smoothie's gone. Uh, miss it already. Whoa. Ah. <laughs> okay. All right. What else we got today? Uh, we only on. have three bullet points today. I think that's enough. So now the next thing is you came back from up with people. That was a long time ago. A very, very long time ago. Dos years. And then you decided to create your own music production company. I did. So I want to know everything from then until now, what you've done, how it's grown, everything. Because if I'm going to be your vice president, I'm going to need to know. (laughs) So here we go. Story time. Alex Friedman. I'll sit back. Okay. Go for it. Um... So I guess it kind of started when I got back from up with people. Um, my parents helped me put together this home studio, um, and I kind of, I kind of had a choice to make where um, I could start to put together a home studio or I could go on tour again, kind of thing. Um, and ultimately, I felt like if I could start this studio now and not five, ten years from now. I would be a lot happier. Um, even though I loved being on tour, it was like something I wanted to do again when it was for me, I guess, if that makes sense. Um, where I didn't 
necessarily have to it's kind of hard to explain um but i i guess i just didn't want to have to go on another tour where i was being told what to do all the time um cuz like yeah we did have our freedoms but we also had a full stage crew and production team um and show runners and directors that did tell us like <laughs> you know this is what you're doing this is what you're saying this is this this is this um and so i guess i kind of thought i can start this production company and i can make enough music so that i can go on my own tour you know um and so that's kind of how it started i don't remember what month it was when i officially became a licensed llc i maybe march or april of that year um and then after that the reason that that came about is because i was actually talking to somebody and i think it was my friend josh who i was talking to um and he asked me if I ever rented out my equipment and I was like, Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> and then, uh, I decided to make it official and stuff. So, um, yeah, then ethos music production was born and ethos EP was being worked <coughs> on. What was, Oh yeah. The EP. Yeah. Um, and I eventually was living in an apartment in Denver. Um, and had the studio in run one room and I slept in the other room. Um, and that's kind of all I did for <clears throat> like seven months was just create. Um, and then I started school at CU Denver and it took a little bit more of my time than I expected. So, um, I got kind of frustrated with it. Um, and I just decided to be, be a little bit more devoted to the studio than anything else. Um, and so after the winter break, I started taking less classes. Um, cause the EP had already come out at this point. The EP came out the summer before I started. Um, actually it came out July 21st, my mom's birthday. Um, how many hours did you take that first semester? Do you remember? 12. Is that the minimum? No. Oh, that was less than the minimum. Wasn't it? No. 12 was the minimum. Well, I'm just but, saying oh, to the graduate first semester, in four years. Yeah, I think it's 16. It it's, I think it's 15, because <clears throat> okay. that's how much I have. But. Yeah, but uh, I started out with like 17 or 18. Mm. But there was a couple classes that I withdrew from because I didn't like them. Yeah. Like, uh, I was enrolled in a psychology class, and uh, the very first day, I was just so done with it. The, the way that the teacher was describing it was not at all the course description. And I was like, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> and it was one other class like that, too, and I don't remember what it was. But, uh, yeah, so I withdrew from a couple, and then I was at 12. Um, and then the next semester, um, I stuck to a, a little bit different of a, of a schedule where I took a script writing class. Yep, I get to do that. Yeah. That's my first semester. Nice. It was a cool class. Um, but anyways, I was I was much more focused on my music. Um, yeah. And it was cool to meet a lot of people and to learn a lot of, like, more music theory stuff than I knew just because I feel like I wasn't very, very good about that before. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess that happened. Um, 
I don't know. I mean, after the EP came out, I knew I wanted to release a single from this album. I mean, I started to work on the album right before the EP was out. Um, and let's see. Originally, the album was going to be like a modern R&B hip-hop album. Um, and it was going to be called Shooting Stars. And I had like a whole weird concept behind it. And then eventually things changed. I think actually it might have been my friend Kara who told me she really missed like my acoustic stuff. I think I yelled at you for the same thing too. Yeah, you definitely did. You definitely did. Um, I don't remember which track it was, but you told me one of mine was like overproduced. I was like, dude, with the way that your voice is, everything just stick to a guitar in you. Yeah. And I, that's just how I've always seen you. Mm-hmm. And I think it worked out well. It did, for sure, yeah. <laughs> we made something great. So, yeah, I mean, the direction of the album completely changed. Um, and I have a bunch of songs written that were going to be on the other album that I'm just going to, like, hold on to for now. Um, there's one song I'm probably going to release pretty soon that's kind of got a John Bellion vibe and uh, a little bit of a Logic-style breakdown. Oh, no. There it my, is. My, <laughs> my goal was to get through this one without talking about logic at all. Um, <laughs> Woo! Let's go! <laughs> oh, no. Well, shout out to Logic 301. Take a little swiggity do. <sighs> yeah, I got a, my iced Americano from Scooters. Um, yeah, so I guess after the album changed direction... I knew some of the people I wanted to work with. I made a huge list, and then I narrowed it down. Um, and then we released the single, saying goodbye, and finished the music video up for that in December, right? We finished it in December? Yeah, it was around December, january Yeah. Um, we released that. It got kind of a lot of success, I think. Everybody that I've sent it to has really, really liked it. Which is odd. Cause like I told you today at lunch, I was just like, it was all, I think the video is all right. And then it's like with views, it's like we had like maybe like 200. So it's like, whatever. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of views, but, but then you're like, well, this person said it was really, really good. I'm yeah. Like, well, somebody at the film studio, who's like the ambassador at the film studio, who's a professional director and producer, like loved it. He said our only problem was with the equipment that we had and some of the lighting stuff. Yeah. Which is pretty, I think that's pretty impressive on your part. Um, Because I didn't, I I just kind of did what you told me to do. (laughs) Yeah. So. (laughs) And uh, assuming our storyboard was like six pictures of like stick figures, if you remember that. (laughs) Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, I know what this means. We're going off of this. No, Mm -hmm. it wasn't detailed at all or anything. And then we just kind of went with it. It worked out. It certainly did. Um and then yeah, John Cardiff reached out on Twitter, um, and we decided to collaborate on Sleepless Nights, which was awesome. Um, and then started working with Dom a lot more, um, making more of the guitar parts, kind of getting flows going with certain songs, making minor adjustments to lyrics. Um, and like this whole time while I'm doing this, I'm also producing for other people and I have other people coming in and doing rental sessions and I'm making tracks and, um, I was insanely busy and getting ready to kind of like just break down <laughs> and, uh, that was kind of hard. And that's when I decided after winter break, I was going to make the adjustment to a lesser college schedule, um, so that I could move on. Yeah. Um, 
and then now I'm going to California to work in school and learn and um, use the equipment at the Los Angeles Center Studios, which is the largest active Hollywood film studio. So that'll be fun. Um, and we're definitely going to make some killer music videos. Um, yeah, so I think that kind of brings us to now, I guess. Like, I finished the album the very end of May. And then I've just kind of been waiting, you know, sitting on it. We made our promo video. Yeah. Now, now it's been now released. Now it's kind of chilling. Yeah, I'm so excited to get a beat, you know, just to hang out. Just to chill. Go to Costa Rica. I'm definitely going to get dreads. Also, just a little side note. Uh-oh. If you're one of the people I know where this is going. <laughs> who is upset or angry that Zac Efron got dreadlocks go away and delete your social media because it's not cultural appropriation to change your hair (laughs) what i agree with that oh my god that is the dumbest thing i saw some of the comments like really yeah the dumbest thing floating around oh my god and you know what i'm gonna go to costa rica with dreadlocks you know why because it's my hair and i can do what i want with it (laughs) like it makes me i don't know why it makes me so angry like i'm gonna need a real good pr rep because if i were zach efron he's being so cool about it and just not responding because he actually does not care Uh uh-huh I would just, like, pull out some Tupac lyrics on people. And I think you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, I'm just, like, that really irritated me. I think I wrote a real long tweet about it. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I just, I don't get it. It's like the girl who went to her senior prom in the, uh, was it, like, a Japanese kimono dress or whatever? I don't, I don't know, because I wasn't at that prom. Well, the, it was in another state. What? Yeah, it wasn't our prom. <laughs> or you your went, prom. You went to another prom. No, no, no. It was all over the internet. There was this oh, girl. Oh, oh. I was like, what are you talking about? Whose prom did you go to? No, I don't even know about that. Yeah, well, there was this girl uh, a few months ago, and she was white and wore, like, this beautiful Japanese cultural, like, gown to her prom. Um and people were getting mad at her because of they were saying it was cultural appropriation or whatever and and she, they were like and she just said it's beautiful like i respect this culture and that's why i'm wearing it like yeah she's just a fan of that culture Zac Efron is a fan of the dreadlocks so he got dreadlocks this woman is a fan of this culture and this beauty so she did it makes yeah, sense you know he literally when he posted the picture with the dreadlocks the caption was just for fun how are you going to get mad at that? Yeah. And he was in a tropical place. I don't know where he was, but he wasn't just like cruising in like New York city with dreadlocks. He yeah. was on vacation. I've gotten, I got dreadlocks when I was in Jamaica. <laughs> yeah, that was a mistake, <laughs> but I'm going to do it again for Costa Rica without the beads or anything. It's going to look like his and I'm excited about it. <laughs> I'm going to post lots of pictures and you know what, you know what people are going to say? Oh my God! This this kid with his his white privilege and cultural appropriation, and you know what I'm gonna say to that? Stuff off. Yeah, something like that. No, I'm probably not gonna say anything. I'm just gonna like. 
post little one of the little emoticons in the comments that just smiles at him. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's a good life. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Anyways, uh, we have reached our time. Have we really? Um, unlike last time when we went like 30 minutes over. Yeah, you, you had to edit uh, a lot out of last time. Um, but yeah, so thank you all of you, whoever, all of you listeners uh, for supporting us with this podcast. Thank you for supporting the album. Thank you for supporting everything and um, just be prepared for everything that's going to be coming out soon. Yeah, I'm and so excited to release some covers. Also, if you have an idea of a cover you think I would be good at, tweet at me. Yeah. Just tweet at it, and maybe I'll do it. Maybe I won't. (laughs) Yeah, so we'll see you uh, next week, unless you're a Bandcamp exclusive. Mm -hmm. We'll have a little 15-minute podcast for you. And And make sure to download and share the album, and rate and review it, too, because that helps also. Yeah. Rate, review, download, share, stream, 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 stream. Stream it. Yeah, thank you all so much for all of the love and support that you've shown me. I am very blessed to have gotten this far at so young. Um, And I feel like there's only up to go now. So, um, again, huge shout out to my team who helped me work on it because you guys are the best. And TJ made me cry. And Devin made me cry. So uh, that was nice. Um, But, yeah, definitely just keep following the page. Get ready for some covers. um, And, yeah, get the album if you haven't already. Thanks. Peace out. Love you all.